Welcome to Open Source News Live. This is a last minute live, so just jumping on. So I'm not having the chat open. I didn't give anyone a heads up. Let's get into this. I'll explain at the very end of this episode why we're doing a live. It wasn't the original plan, but these stories I've got to get to you ASAP. Let's talk about the southern border. Now, what did we just have happen that was a big drama, and rightfully so, over the last week, culminating in what happened over this past weekend? And of course, that's the shooting down of the Chinese spy plane. But by land, by sea, by air, they are encroaching, and they are invading, and they are putting into question our sovereignty. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Chinese nationals were recently placed under U.S. Border Patrol custody as they illegally crossed into the United States through Mexico. Now, what's very interesting about this is that Fox News correspondent uh, Bill Malusian broke the news on Twitter. And there's pictures of them and video and the whole thing. Very, very interesting. These five people don't necessarily, necessarily look, you know, I know it's a little bit different for each country, but they don't look impoverished. We've seen several of these people coming through. Oh, we're refugees, as a lot of people have pointed out. They have sometimes the newest iPhone. They've got jewelry. They got brand new Air Jordans. <sighs> Makes a question, right? Now, these five Chinese nationals cross legally, legally into Mission, Texas, and are now in Border Patrol custody. But here's the real story. This is the latest in an uptick in Chinese showing up and being picked up by Border Patrol. Now, folks, this is a staggering figure that Bill Malusian at uh, Fox LA reported on. We witnessed these nationals cross illegally into Mission, Texas, while we were with the Texas Department of Public Safety troopers. The migrants said they paid $35,000 each to smugglers to cross into the U.S. on rafts. And the smugglers typically charge Chinese a much higher rate than they do others. Now, I'm looking at this woman here. She's very well dressed. Looks like she's got diamond earrings or maybe there's cubic zirconia. What the hell do I know? I'm just looking at this video from Fox News reporter uh, on Twitter on a seven-inch uh, box. Definitely don't look impoverished. Or could it be that these uptick in Chinese nationals are just another way that the Chinese are sending spies here? Maybe it's not even true that they paid 35000 Maybe it is true. Maybe the cartels know that it's a lot more dangerous to bring in Chinese spies than, let's call them what they really are, economic illegal migrants and invaders because they are 
military-aged men coming by themselves. So back in 2020, there was 1,657 Chinese nationals that came in. And the number is greater than that under Biden. Nothing to see here, folks. Nothing to see here. Keep that border open. That's part of their plan. Oh, are they uh, planning on catching more? Well, check this out. We talked about Chinese. Now let's talk about aerial surveillance. You see where I'm going here? We had a Chinese spy balloon. We now just talked about Chinese encroaching into our country. Now let's talk about aerial surveillance. And then I'm going to take these two stories and parlay that into our third story. I'm trying, folks. I'm trying. Just hit the like button if you appreciate my attempt. The Biden administration announced this week it is reducing the number of tactical aerial surveillance crafts being used along the U.S.-Mexico border. Now, let's back up for a second here, right? Because don't those who on the left that say that they're for, they're so for securing our border and stopping illegal immigration, but we don't need walls, they say. They fought. Oh, man, did they fight President Trump on building the wall. These people are still fighting legally in the courts and in every way giving opposition to, for instance, to Governor Greg Abbott in Texas. No, you can't build a wall. It's racist. It's racist for you to have a wall, they say. And then they drive home in their S-class Mercedes into their gated communities with high walls. They say we don't need that. We've got technology. We don't need walls. That's so antiquated. We need technology. We, We need surveillance systems. Okay, so there was funding for surveillance systems. Oh, now then, this is the latest lie. This is lie 2,371,413 because they want to do away with those as well. The Biden administration announced it is reducing the number of tactical aerial surveillance crafts being used along the U.S.-Mexico border. They are used to sniff out human and drug smuggling and is also a source of data for migrant gotaways. Well, that's the key right there. They want to end, as Juniorette reported earlier today. Make sure you check out our other channel, our sister channel, in which my daughter, BCP Juniorette, she is in her last semester of college, recently married. She has a job as a full-time student, and she's producing every single day. She takes one day off. She takes Sunday off. She produces around midnight the Sunday show. So six days of the week on top of her job, being recently married and going to school, finishing up her last semester. She's producing these reports for you on our sister channel, the BCP Report. Make sure you check it out. She talked about this. The vehicles are used to interdict human and drug smuggling and is also a source of data for migrant gotaways. Okay. At the border. Wait a minute. They said we didn't need a wall. Well, as I was alluding to earlier, Junior Rett reported this morning on the Biden administration is doing away with Title 42 in May. They're done with it. 
you want to go check out that video. It's called Thanks Trump. Too bad they really are going to finally end it. And they are going to end Title 42. So they don't want us to see the real numbers. They don't want us to see the gotaways. They don't want to see the real thing. So now this is all, they're all covering up for this. So the next couple of months, they're trying to draw down everything so that it's mass flooding into the border through the going away of Title 42 and people coming in illegally. They don't want us to have the data for the migrant gotaways, even though they fought the wall on the idea that we can just use surveillance drones and aerial surveillance and technology. Now they want to do away with that technology. Fewer eyes in the sky. CBP is reducing the number of tactical aerostats it deploys along the southwest border. The agency says, although the border patrol's number uh, will be reduced, the border patrol will continue to use them throughout fiscal year 2023. Oh, we're going to use them less, but we're still going to use them. Why wouldn't they continue using them? Oh, that's because BCP, sorry, CBP, I'm BCP, (laughs) CBP is Customs and Border Patrol. They are no longer Customs and Border Patrol. They are the welcoming center for illegal immigration. And that's where all the money and resources are going to go to now. U.S. Customs and Border Patrol began reducing the number of tactical aerostats deployed along the southwest border. Although the number of, uh, will be reduced, CBP continues to leverage surveillance technology and explore new emergency technology to increase persistent surveillance of the border region. That's literally talking out both sides of your butthole, both sides of your face. Yes, we're not going to use this any uh, anymore, but the technology is there for us to be more effective, but we're not going to use that technology. Wow. Officials said the Border Patrol will continue to increase the surveillance systems along the border, including plans to install 80 autonomous surveillance towers and 225 remove video surveillance system upgrades. But a source told Breitbart, though not authorized to speak to the media, that the aero system, which are capable of low-level aero surveillance up to 3,000 feet in altitude, requires a support commitment from the Department of Defense. The source says the Department of Defense is no longer capable of providing the level of support necessary to continue to operate the aerial sites. Aha. Now you see I'm going to segue this all into the next story. Chinese nationals and spies coming through our southern border. We're not using the spy technology we have right now that CBP was using to monitor and surveil illegal immigration. And it's because the Department of Defense is no longer going to be assisting them with securing our border. We have never lived in scarier times, my brothers and sisters, and we do now when it comes to American defense because the people in charge absolutely hate us and want to put us in this danger. They have fought wars and been warmongers, usually in other places, always in other places, trying to keep us these things away from our doorstep. But now they're trying to bring war, decimation, famine here right to our doorsteps. How could, how could anyone say this is a conspiracy theory? When we have all of these things, they are doing the exact opposite of what we're supposed to do. Defend our border? No. Defend our sovereignty? No. Collude with and 
let China surveil us? Yes. Yes, they're doing the exact opposite. It is treason. It is treason. Now we're finding out this, that the Chinese spy balloon that flew over the continental United States was outfitted with antennas likely capable of collecting communications. Oh, wow. It turns out it was a spy balloon after all. Surprise, surprise. The United States will explore options to take action against Chinese entities involved in sending the balloon, a United States official said. They want conflict. They want some sort of conflict. They want something. They want some kind of drama, conflict, or friction with China. Why? Well, one, they like war. And two, they know that fear controls us. Now the pandemic is over. It's dead. They're admitting to this by ending Title 42, right? Title 42 goes away in May. It's because the administration is saying, well, the pandemic's over. Well, what's another way to control us? Crime, which they are doing in blue cities and states throughout the United States, increasing crime, keep you in fear over your local uh, warlords and drug lords and crime lords. So you can't see the real criminals in D.C. You can't see what they're doing over here because you're too busy just trying to survive to get to school and work. But walls don't work as they live behind walls. The elitists separated from everyday people. So we have here these treasonous, traitorous rat bastards who are saying they will explore options to take action against Chinese entities involved in sending the balloon. Now, some people are still in the comment section. I love you. You're saying this is a deep state plot. Yeah, it is. But the spy balloon is China's. They've said it is theirs. I can't think of a reason. Put down below if you disagree with me. Why China, if the American deep state is sending the spy balloon and it really isn't Chinese, why would China say it's ours? Now, they're not saying that it, they're, they're denying that there's a spy balloon. They're saying it was a weather balloon or whatever and that we overreacted. Why would they say that if it really was something the CIA or the NSA or Biden's deep state and the, and the intelligence community or the warmongering arm of the military-industrial complex military sent up. Why would they fess up to it? They could just say, it's not ours. Usually the simplest explanation, Occam's Razor, is the right, generally saying, uh, generally, not always, but generally. It is a Chinese spy balloon. The administration determined that the suspected Chinese spy balloon shot down on Saturday by the United States military was operating with electronic surveillance technology capable of monitoring communication signals, according to a senior State Department official on Thursday, multiple news outlets reported. High-resolution imagery from U-2 flybys revealed that the high-altitude balloon was capable of conducting signal intelligence collections operations. This is coming from Politico, who has an official giving this information. The official noted that the equipment on the Chinese spy plane was inconsistent with what would be aboard a weather balloon since it had since it had multiple antennas to include an array likely capable of collecting and geolocating communications. But of course, we didn't shoot it down until it was over the sea. Biden said that was a smart move. We've got my state senator total total embarrassment to the state of Utah. 
today in a briefing saying, well, you know, I feel a lot better after that briefing that the Biden people did the right thing and waiting until it was over the sea to shoot it down. Anyway, going back to the official, they noted that the equipment on the Chinese spy uh, plane was inconsistent with what the Chinese said it was. According to CNN, the official said the balloon was part of the People Republic of Chi- the People's Republic of China fleet of balloons developed to conduct surveillance operations, which are often undertaken at the direction of the People's Liberation Army. People's Liberation Army. What I'm having a problem today with apostrophe S's. I don't know what that's all about. Please like, share, and subscribe. And then, of course, they go into a whole bunch of lies about how this was happening under Trump. Totally debunked and fake, but that's what they do. And then we're finding out this, man. One of the YouTube pilots took a legendary selfie with the China spy balloon as the military was down below. All a freaking joke to them. One pilot, according to CNN, took a selfie in the cockpit that shows both the pilot and the surveillance balloon itself, these officials said, an image that has already gained legendary status in both NORAD and the Pentagon. The selfie has not been leaked or published yet. So you may be seeing some pictures of a selfie taken on a YouTube, uh, but that's uh, that's a YouTube pilot, Ross Franquamon's high-altitude selfies taken several years ago. So by the time this report is out, maybe that selfie will be published. But it's totally the hip thing to see right now in the Pentagon and NORAD, this selfie being taken. Nothing to worry about, nothing to worry about, nothing to see here, folks, nothing to see here. Austin, Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin, spoke to CBS yesterday about the balloon. The shootdown happened on live TV. Now, thanks to an amateur radio scanner, we know what the pilots were saying to each other. Immediately after the shootdown, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin tried to call his Chinese counterpart to explain. I put in a request for a call, and uh, and they did not accept that request. Who would take you seriously? China sure as hell doesn't. They're walking all over you and us. And that's how the cookie is crumbling right now, my brothers and sisters. Okay, let's get into Elon Musk. And this has to do with what happened today at the Capitol. The House Oversight Committee on, uh, sorry, yesterday. The House Oversight Committee had held their uh, their full committee hearing on government big tech collusion and suppression of speech in regards to the Hunter Biden laptop. Now, folks, there was more than just the laptop discussed and Twitter was pummeled over another very important thing that they were suppressing. I did a whole report on it on the last half of episode 190 of my other show, BCP Unfiltered. Go over to therealbcp.com. Over there, I have episode 190, the last half of the episode. I break down stuff that you're not going to see from, uh, not going to see on major, major uh, media. We can't really explore it on this platform, but I break it down. Phenomenal, phenomenal information that was exposed in this hearing yesterday, having nothing to do with the Hunter Biden laptop. Here's a quote from that section from a legislator. This is bigger or more important than the Hunter Biden laptop, what was discussed in that section. 
I can't go into details here, but if you're interested, check out episode 190 over at therealbcp.com or on Spotify, Apple Podcast, or bcpextras.com. So the uh, Republicans brought in evidence and they did a brilliant job, as you can see in my breakdown in, in episode 190. They got pummeled. Twitter's top former censors were on the hot seat all day as they appeared before Republican-led House Oversight Committee to answer questions about their outrageous and targeted censorship of conservatives. Republican lawmakers like badass Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, Representative Lauren Boebert, Representative Nancy Mace, Representative Paulina Luna, and Jim Jordan scored knockout blow after knockout blow as they exposed the former Twitter execs for colluding with the FBI and private public groups in restricting free speech and silencing Americans and a clear violation to the U.S. Constitution. Following the pummeling, Twitter owner Elon Musk weighed in on the public struggle, and this is what he said, the woke Stasi felt the heat today. Feel the heat, feel the burn. His own executives went before Congress and he didn't absolve them. He didn't make excuses for them. He said the woke Stasi felt the heat today. But he had more to say. Brian Moore on Twitter, this conversation took place on Twitter, which makes sense, said, I recently went to the Stasi Museum in Berlin and found it interesting that they called themselves anti-fascists at the beginning. Elon Musk replied, exactly. You age-old trick, you Sololinsky, who, who in his Rules for Radical, in the very beginning of the book, I read it, I've seen it, he dedicates the book to Satan, the father of lies. We are, according to the Sololinsky model, accuse our enemies of what we're doing ourselves. They are the true fascists, and they, in the beginning, called themselves the anti-fascists. I did not go to the Stasi Museum while I was in Berlin. I'll save it for the next time I go there. It's just there a few months ago. What a great, fabulous city. So Elon Musk roasting his own Twitter executives who felt the heat today. And I like how the Gateway Pundit, Jim Hoff, whose article I'm quoting here, this was his headline, the woke Stasi felt the heat today. Elon Musk sheds no tears as fired Twitter execs face congressional drubbing. Speaking of social media, Meta has restored President Trump's Instagram and Facebook accounts. He can now use them for his campaigning in 2024. He said he's not interested. He's going to use Truth Social, but it would be a mistake once he gets to the 2024 when it gets to the thick of it, not to use just, he doesn't want to be exclusively in the echo chamber of Truth Social. I'm on Truth Social. By the way, you can follow me on social media down below. I'm on Gab, Getter, Parler, Truth Social, Locals, and Patreon. Also, I have a email list and I'll be rolling out very shortly some very uh, exciting things where you can also, uh, if you're not with me on any of those platforms, you can still stay plugged in uh, via email. I had something back in the day, but it didn't work out as well as I had hoped. So we're, we're, we're rebuilding it. 
but many of you are on that old email system and still get communication from me. Meta has restored President Trump's Instagram and Facebook accounts. Fox News reporting. The Facebook and Instagram pages belonging to former President Donald Trump have been restored as of Thursday. Meta, who owns and operates Facebook and Instagram, announced last month via blog post that it would be ending Trump's suspension on both social media platforms in the uh, in the coming weeks. Nick Clegg, a president of global affairs at Meta, said at the time that the company determined Trump is no longer a serious risk to public safety and they had guardrails in place for his return. The suspension was initially instated, was initially stated or put in following the, uh, weird, don't know what they're trying to say there, following the Capitol riot on January 6, 2021, when the platform said it would be booting Trump indefinitely for his alleged involvement in January 6. Twitter has restored Trump's account, but the president has not posted from the platform since its since his suspension. But he's going to have to get on those other platforms for re-election. He can't just be on the echo chamber. Once again, I am on those echo chambers. Check the links down below and follow me on social media. What I often do on social media is I give a preview. I'll literally link to a YouTube video that may not be published another 15 minutes, half an hour, hour, two hours, or the next day. That's why some of you will see it and come on and go, you want to say first, but there's already like 50 comments and hundreds, sometimes a thousand plus views. So if you want to have early access to many, maybe even most of the things I put, uh, I'll post on YouTube, make sure that you go down below and follow me on social media. All right. Is DeSantis campaigning by not campaigning? Now, this article I'm going to share with you was actually, uh, let me tell you why I wasn't planning on doing this live. I told you at the beginning I would, I would get to that. I did a 23, 24, 25 minute video that I was going to put up here on YouTube. And the good Lord through his Holy Spirit told me, you know what? Even though I followed all the rules, nothing wrong at all with the, the rules of this platform, their community guidelines. Just the Lord told me, you know what? They're going to find some reason to have a problem with that report. Don't put it up on YouTube. Now I spent hours producing this thing. It's going to end up being episode 191 over at BCP Unfiltered. So that'll be the next episode. I'm just going to put it on there. I covered this next story briefly, briefly on that episode, but I can cover it here. And it really, really is interesting. This is from the Epic Times. Is DeSantis campaigning by not campaigning? And they make an excellent, excellent point. And I show you that point with video evidence in the upcoming episode 191 of BCP Unfiltered. It's down below. Check out the links of all the different platforms we're on, from Spotify to iHeartRadio to Apple Podcasts to Google Podcasts to Locals to Patreon. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis didn't make news at his press conference that he held yesterday. The Republican spoke about tax breaks. He mentioned all the things that he's doing publicly. So why did he have a news conference? Well, DeSantis is the governor of the third largest state. He's got a bully pulpit and he's using it. He makes news nearly every day, says Dan Berger over at the Epoch Times. He's held such press conferences all around the state, from Milton in the Florida Panhandle to Miami in South Florida and uh, Fort Myers in Southwood, Florida, and from Jacksonville to Tampa to Daytona to the shores of Ocala. 
if you're familiar with Florida uh, <laughs> geography, in other words, he's all around the state. In every one of those events, he highlights his administration's past accomplishments and new undertakings in the lead to Florida's legislative session, which starts on March 7th. Again and again, he stands on the point, podium pointing out Florida's strong economy and population growth. People are moving to Florida while states are having a mass exodus. But this is what he's doing. He's campaigning against Joe Biden. Again and again, he talks about his administration's strong fiscal management, the low debt and significant surpluses, enough that the state can use some to lower debt even more and still kick money back to taxpayers in various kinds of tax breaks, all while raising salaries for teachers, state workers, and law enforcement officers. And don't forget that Florida has no state income tax. He contrasts all what, by what he's doing in Florida on what's taking place nationally and the policies of Joe Biden. The national economy is weak. Florida's is strong. Defund the police. Psst, reward the police is DeSantis' thing. Teachers are beholden to Democratic-aligned teachers' unions, not in Florida. They have, they have uh, received significant uh, pay raises. I have a family member who is a teacher in Florida. Is DeSantis running for president? He never breathes a word about a possible presidential run in 2024 other than to dismiss it. But he doesn't have to. Everyone else in politics talks about a future announcement as a foregone conclusion. Meanwhile, every day, DeSantis contrasts his management of Florida with Biden's of the nation. If he announced a bid for president, his campaign speeches might not sound much different. In other words, without having to campaign, Ron DeSantis is in fact campaigning. Isn't that something? Like, share, and subscribe, and please check out our other show and me on social media. The links to everything are down below. Thanks uh, for joining me on this live. We'll be back with more reporting. Ciao, goodbye. God bless.